Welcome back to another episode of the Bidari Podcast. This week, guys discuss the NBA Finals and a bunch of other sports news. As always, thanks for watching. We hope to see you next week. Well, welcome to another episode of the Padari Podcast. Um, I'm Jeremy. I'm Noah. And I'm Jason. Uh, so today we're going to, or tonight I should say, we're going to be talking uh, quite a bit about the NBA and then maybe some MLB. Um, so I'm just going to start it off right away with uh, the NBA Finals because we're a little less than two hours away from Celtics-Warriors Game 1. So I just want to ask your guys' opinions on who do you think is going to win this series. Jason, you can go first, bro. All right. Um, you know, I think it. I want. I want it to be a fun series. I want it to go six games, and I want every damn game to be close because we <laughs> haven't got the luxury of that for since like the first round. Um, but on on my prediction, I think uh, it could be a good series. But I got I got Warriors in six. I think there's too much too much finals experience on that team. Clay's finally getting his legs under him. Uh, Jeremy actually said that before the playoffs started, that he was clicking at the right time. And I think as the playoffs have progressed, he's played better. Wiggins is playing probably the best basketball he's ever played. Uh, not to not to say, I mean, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum aren't going to absolutely kill it. But uh, I got Warriors in six. Okay. Um, I have Celtics in seven. Um I think that the, the the Warriors really struggled against teams they didn't really need to struggle against, and um, I think the Celtics are probably going to be the best team that they've played uh, in in the you know, tournament, as you would say, so far. Uh, I think the Celtics defensively match up really, really well with the Warriors, um, and I don't think I mean outside of Draymond Green, like. I don't think the Warriors are good enough defensively to stop. I mean, you got – okay, so you, you say you have Draymond Green on Jalen Brown. Uh, Tatum is just destroying Wiggins. That's not even a matchup, I don't think. If you switch that up, the same happens. And I, I think I think there's too much there's too much mismatches going the way of the Celtics. The Celtics are too big. Kevon Looney is – is big, I guess, but he—I don't think he's—he's he's doing anything to Robert Williams or uh, Al Horford. I think uh, the Celtics lack the fine experience, but I think they—they they have the the tough grit and grind to get it done. All right, be- before I give you guys uh, my opinion on it, I just want to. So, Noah, you got the Celtics. Jay, you got the Warriors. Um, so, who do you guys got winning Finals MVP for your winners? Um, I mean, I think it, I think it's just in the writing on the wall. It would be Steph Curry. Um, but I would really, I'd really laugh because Steph's never won a Finals MVP. So like, it wouldn't it be funny if like Wiggins stole it from him or something? Um, but no, it would be. I think, I think it would be Steph. It would be Steph for me. I think if the, I think if the Celtics were to win, Tatum would have to go off almost every night. So I think it would go to Tatum. But uh, there is a freak chance that, like, someone like Al Horford or a Marcus Smart has, like, a freak finals run, and then they could get it. But I think it goes to All right, so uh, I'm going Celtics 7. One, because I'm biased and I'm a Celtics fan. And two, I think, just like Noah said, they match up really well with the Warriors. Um, the way that they rotate to the ball – 
is like Yo, you gotta you gotta start over i think though because it cut out of my end i don't know if jay heard you at all but i didn't i heard i heard it i don't know oh well re, re, restart your take because i don't know if it'll catch up all right um so i'm taking celtics in seven um because um you know, I'm a Celtics fan, so I'm gonna be biased. Uh, and two, I think they like, like, um, like you said, Noah, they match up really well with the Warriors. Yep. Um, Marcus Smart can guard one through five. I think almost, honestly, everyone in that starting lineup can guard one through five. And um, yeah, I think they just uh, they just match up really well with them. They're too big for them, and the way they rotate to the ball is, um, I think, personally, the best in the league. And I'm expecting a loss tonight just because it's going to be the game one jitters. Uh, this is everyone's, like, first finals. Yeah. So I'm expecting – I wouldn't be surprised if they get blown out tonight. But I Please think – Please don't say that. Oh, no, I'm going <laughs> to say it. I'm expecting it. Um, they're going to – they're probably going to get blown out tonight. It's going to be a slap in the face. It's going to be a reality check for them. And then Ime is going to do what he does best, make adjustments, and then they're going to come out swinging for the rest of the series. To, and, make a note on, to make a note on that, the Celtics have not lost back-to-back games in the entire playoff. They, they haven't. I think they're 7-0 and or something like that. Yep. And the, um, but the, another, okay, we'll throw a fact out there for the Warriors. They haven't lost at home yet. Neither did the Heat until they played the Celtics. The Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors have also up. had this. The Warriors have also had to stage two twenty-point comebacks to keep that streak alive. So, do that again. I don't know. <laughs> um. So I'm. I know everyone's probably gonna pick Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, but I'm gonna go with Al Horford Finals MVP. Yes, bro. It's it's it has very. Uh, it's reminiscent of the uh, Andre Iguodala. No, yeah, I agree. I just got like. I just feel sick after you saying that. <laughs> hey man, it's it's his first finals. I think he's gonna pop off. My stomach literally curdled. <laughs> and, but but if the Warriors do win, I think Jordan Poole is gonna win the Finals MVP. Sorry, Steph. Oh, okay, you're, you're going to the dark horses for the Finals MVPs, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think um, one of those players is gonna, or both of them are gonna go off. So yeah, those those are my picks. And there you go. so, speaking of the finals, I've been saying it since the Celtics clinched the finals. I know Noah agreed with me. I know you disagree with me, Jay, but I want to hear no, your I, thoughts I didn't on why. Need, I didn't even need to write notes for this. I got that. I, I, I want to hear your thoughts on why. I Because I personally think if the Celtics win, this is going to be not the best, but it's going to go down as one of the greatest finals runs in NBA history. Oh, well, I thought you guys were saying it was the best. What was that? I thought you guys were saying it was arguably the best. It is arguably the best. Okay, okay. Then but I'll it, it is arguably the best. So <laughs> I, I just want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Am I, am I going first on my little tangent here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go All right. Tangent. All right. I'm going to play devil's advocate. to base. I'm going to have to be the median in this goddamn podcast for the next week. Celtics guys, so I'm gonna have to be the medium. But I mean, I'm not taking away from this run at all because I do think it's still a very, very, very good run. But let me just take you take you back on a trip, back to round one, right? I I give you more credit for this series because you still beat Kyrie and and uh, and uh, KD. But 
I mean, Ben Simmons was supposed to come back in that series. Whether or not he's going to do much, he's still going to be able to give you better defense on one of your stars. Whoa, whoa, pause the brakes there. You're you're praising Ben Simmons? All right. I, I, have, I, have to make, I have to make a legitimate point here. So, believe me, it's curdling my stomach as well. I think, I think we're going to highlight this one part of the segment and just play it on repeat. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys that didn't hear me, when I was when Ben Simmons was my guy, so that was even worse. We play that on repeat a lot, but and and Joe Harris was out, one of the most elite shooters in the league. I mean, so the, there's there's two big injuries in the first round, but the second round, it's obviously a huge injury when Chris Middleton gets hurt, and he doesn't play one game in the series, and he still got taken to Game Seven. Nah, I mean, come on, that's the second best player on the team, and you got, I mean, Giannis is just that guy. He's that good to mm-hmm. keep fighting, and he's gonna get you. He's still gonna get you the game seven, but no Chris Middleton. Uh I think I, nah, Brooke Lopez was in that whole series, but Chris Middleton. I mean, losing your second star—that's huge. And then we'll go to the third round. You got Jimmy Butler, who missed half the game, was hobbled the whole series. Kyle Lowry. I mean, I don't even know if he should have even been playing, and his his hamstring was not together. Tyler Hero misses two games in that series. So, I mean, there, there's a big asterisk, I think, for the run. I mean, I'm good. Basketball is basketball. Sports are sports. Injuries are going to happen. But there was a lot of injuries to come in the come in the way to help the Celtics, especially the Chris Middleton. The Chris Middleton's the biggest for me. And then the nagging injuries for the Heat. I'm sure Noah's going to bring this up on his take just before we get to you, Noah. But don't you don't you have to consider Robert Williams was in and out of the lineup. And Marcus Smart was in and out of the lineup. Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. Chris Middleton is more important to the to, I think of the Bucks team than that. Oh wow. Okay. What? All right. that's, an, that's an interesting that's an interesting. No, so you think so you think Chris Middleton is more important to the Bucks than Marcus Smart is to the Celtics? Yes. Yes. Wow. An oh. all-star. Ooh. A defensive player of the year is cool, but an all-star the question, is a little bit the question, the question is not who is a better player. The question is who is more important to Chris their Mel. team. No. Yeah. No. Wow. I vehemently When you're an all-star, you're going to be more important to a team, in my opinion. I I think that's something we could dip, like do an episode on, who, like, players that are important to their teams. I, I think we could uh, – now, if, if you said Tyler Hero or or Marcus Smart, I'd go. I'd go Marcus Smart. Well, yeah, but no, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is one of the most important players to his team in in the whole. I, I, I understand that. It's like the Warriors without Steph. If you don't have Marcus Smart, you lose every time. Or Warriors without Draymond. Draymond, Steph, that'd be like Tatum or Brown. I yes and no. I mean. It, you take out Draymond, Steph and Steph and Clay can still win a seven game series. I mean You take out Marcus Smart, it doesn't matter. The, because the then Tatum thinks that he's gotta be the guy, which he is, but when he thinks he's the guy instead of just being the guy, he's a whole different player in not a good way. All right, so speaking of Tatum, do you do you think this would go down like no oh, obviously it's not him? Like a well, let me player, let me but... let me give let me give a rebuttal to to yeah yeah. To Jay. That's why I was yeah. Over here. Let, me, let me give a rebuttal to Jay on his uh, Knicks on our uh, our run here. 
Now, okay, Joe Harris, fine, brilliant shooter, but it's like Danny Green being injured, like uh, no, prime Danny Green. I'm talking prime, like like I'm talking like Spurs Danny Green, like Spurs Danny Green would not miss ever. Oh, well, yeah. There was one Finals game where he hit nine in a row, like just just filthy. Now, I'm just I'm thinking Danny Green, my Danny Green. That's all. <laughs> now, if either KD or Kyrie were out, that's a whole different scenario. But KD and Kyrie played. You're you're that's that's a serious. And I'll I'll note I'll note I'm I believe that in every series the Celtics played so far, they were not favored. I think. No, I'm pretty sure they weren't favored. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't they know. were not favored against the Nets. The Nets got swept. They're not favored against the Bucks now. Okay, Middleton's out, but this defending is champs. still this is still the defending champs oh with arguably one of the greatest players to ever play the game. As far as like athleticism, I'm not talking numbers. I'm not making an argument. He's a goat, but I'm just saying he's definitely up there. Giannis is a beast. They call him the Greek freak for a reason. I don't think that it. It really delegitimizes that series, especially because it, it went seven games. Like they needed, they needed seven games to get it done, which is why it was so tough. And then you go to the Heat, okay, hobbled, fine. But Jimmy Butler, what do you have? Two forty-point games, almost. No, I think he did have two forty-point games. Game one and then yeah. game seven. Yeah. Or Dude. game. Um, Six, six maybe. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Dude was a machine. Hobbled or not. If Jordan's hobbled, Jordan played a game with a flu. You're not gonna write that off as an asterisk. That's not an asterisk. That's just the the job is just for you to go out and compete. That uh perfect, perfect example of this. Jimmy Butler, before game seven, he got a text message from Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade said uh something along the lines of bad knee, doesn't matter. Go out and do your job. So that's if, – if you're getting that kind of a text message from one of the greats, like, that's not an excuse, nor should it be an asterisk. And you're talking Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is okay. He's a good player, but I think – I'll make the bold statement, and this is just me, but I think Tyler Hero is overrated. I think he got lucky on a great season when the Heat went to the finals, and he got time to shine because they didn't have Kyle Lowry. They didn't have – a couple of these players and it was just like Jimmy and the random college guys trying to do it and they lost the reigning six man of the year doesn't matter doesn't matter okay doesn't doesn't matter I think he's overrated so so again that's tough and then and then and this this only this is only a conversation if the Celtics win if they don't win it doesn't matter because the run is just a, a, a mute point but if you win you're beating the Warriors, a a a dynasty. Uh, this is this was Steph's decade. Steph was a machine. You know, I I, I put in this this uh, little segue for Jeremy's next uh, point. Yep. But uh, but Steph, this was Steph's decade. He's a machine. He's been to he's been to like more more finals than I, I could even think of. And I'm so tired of him being there. He's he's excellent, and I hate him, which is great. I hate Draymond Green. I don't like Clay. 
and they, they, they're no it's true i can just go down the list i don't like iguodala <laughs> like, there's a lot of players don't, you don't like oh my gosh and there's, there's, there's players, of course on the opposing team huh well hey man i i've been i've been adamant about this before we played them in the final but anyways they're 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 and they're not they're not aging stars they didn't they didn't get lucky getting to the the finals they played some hard series and I think they they got they got lucky to get there because the series they played that um, the series they played against the Grizzlies and the Mavs like the Mavs are blowing like twenty point leads seemed like every single game like but they're not but they're not a they're not a hobbled and old team right they're not just getting lucky they get they get lucky to some extent like these teams are just they got twenty point leads and then they just say ah nah but it's because of the skill of the Warriors it's not like oh. We're just we're old and hobbled, but we're, we're who we take, are. So you we can't got take there. five minutes off against a team like that. No, you can't. And and they got even better because they've got young players like Wiggins and Poole. And so it's it's not there's no asterisks unless someone gets hurt and the Celtics end up sweeping. Like if if Steph goes down game one with an ankle injury and the Celtics sweep them, asterisks for sure. And that run is now not necessarily as legitimate as it was before. But if they beat a fully strength Warriors team, that is arguably it's. I think it's the greatest Celtics run of all time. I I would say it's one of the greatest NBA runs, but I I wouldn't say it's the greatest. I'd say it's the greatest Celtics run though for sure. And and just just to top off something here. The 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 beating of the Warriors is a big part of me. We want me why I'm saying it's not going to happen because they're not going to beat the Warriors, in my opinion. You know. Oh, I mean? So if they so if they did beat the Warriors, would that flip your script? It would not flip my script into like top five greatest, but it would it would definitely be close. It would be humming closer. Okay. Okay. Well, first off, Jay, I want to keep. I want you to keep that same energy because you have a thing for jinxing stuff. <laughs> So please keep saying that the, the Warriors are going to beat the Celtics. Everybody's saying it, so I mean, I wouldn't be the only one. Yeah, but you specifically, you always say the game's over, and then the game just ends up not being over. So <laughs> my, my, uh, least favorite, my least favorite, my least favorite text message, folks. My least favorite text message is a chat message from Jay from Jay that says game's over and the Celtics are up twenty. Because yeah, then I, mean, I blink my then, eye and we're up one. And then Jimmy Butler almost hits the biggest shot of his career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy. I mean, I'll give you that. But, um, I, but I haven't done it every – like, every time, sometimes it is over. <laughs> most of the time it is, but the last one was yeah, crazy. I'll give you that. So, I I agree with Noah. I think it's, it'd be the greatest in Celtics history. NBA, it's up there, but I don't know about the best, but it'll, it'll, it would be up there. And that's obviously assuming they do win. Um, I would say I would say I would say the the only the only two runs that are clearly better, uh, the Warriors in seventeen. Even though KD's there, that was that was a heck of a season. And then uh, the the Bulls in uh, what was it ninety seven ninety six. Well, when they what beat the Jazz. The, uh, yeah, their their near perfect season, whatever the heck that. Um, year that was yeah um, the, the, the one year the bulls without jordan went to the finals and i'd say that's almost as better than this fucking run oh i don't you know, know. i mean that was advocate here so i got i got 90, 90, 96 96 the 72 win season that was pretty untouchable i mean 
I'm talking the year that MJM went to go play baseball. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's And they still, still went back to the final. They lost, but. I mean, the, but you have to take into consideration, not the, I mean, obviously the teams, but like the players that were on the teams that the Celtics had to get through, KD, Kyrie, first ballot Hall of Famers, um, and they shut them down for the whole series. Uh, then you go on to play the defending champs. Yeah, Chris Middleton's there, not there, but they still a good enough team to make it to the finals. And um, they shut down Jeru Holiday, who is arguably the. He, you could make a case that he's the second best player too. Um, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but you can make the case that he's the second best no, player. I don't agree you, with that. But... You could argue that he is. I mean, I mean, he's he's an all star, former all star. Yeah, um, what, like 2017. Hey, that that wasn't that long ago. He's still one of the best <laughs> perimeter defenders. an all-star this year. Is what I'm saying. So he, he was. He's he's one of the best perimeter defenders. He still he can still give you 20 plus on any given night. Um, the they were down. They were down three <laughs> two. They had to go into Milwaukee down three two, and Jason Tatum has the biggest game of his uh, playoff career. And then you have to go back to. Boston for a game seven, and then they just absolutely annihilate them with the Grant Williams game. Um, and then you go and play the number one seed, the the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler. Up until that point, you could even argue during that series. I mean, besides his uh, three game blunder where he was averaging nine points a game, but besides that, he was arguably the best player in the playoffs. So, and you had to go into Miami to win a game seven. I, I don't know. I think that's just, and on top of that, Giannis, first ballot Hall of Famer. Jimmy Butler, not a, I don't think he's a first ballot. You think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, Giannis? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. There, there's no question about that. Um, if he, if he didn't win, if he didn't win, or if he didn't win last year, would he be? I yeah. still think so. Yeah. He's got two, yeah. he's got two MVPs under his Two phone. MVPs. I'm pretty sure he won defensive player of the year. Okay. Also, and he's been um, an all star for years. So, I mean, yeah, he's this is the NFL, it's pretty easy to get into the NBA Hall of Fame. And then Jimmy Butler, not a first ballot, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I think he might even be the think, NBA Hall of Fame is not the NFL, you know, it's a lot of hmm. I'm trying to think about, I'm trying to think about Jimmy Butler, though. I, I don't know, I don't think first ballot, but I think he'll get there. I mean, um, I, I think it, that's another arguable thing, though. Like, yeah, no, no, that, that's that's something we could debate about on a, another episode about who who could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, but also, if you take down a dynasty like the Warriors with Steph and Clay and the Jordan Poole, who's come out of nowhere, Draymond, and they. The fact that the Celtics literally have no finals experience, zero games from any of the players, or coach. To the, or coach, first year rookie coach, he's never coached the team on the NBA that's, level. That's definitely a uh, something you could say. Like uh, compared to the Warriors, 127 combined out of all the <laughs> players' finals games. I don't know. I think you could make a case that it's a. It would be one of the most impressive runs. Um, but getting off of that, uh, Noah did make a, a little segue for me about this is Steph's decade. Uh, I, I was at work. I mean, I'm a mailman, so I drive all day for work. So I listened to ESPN radio and 
there was these two people on ESPN radio debating if this was Steph or LeBron's era. So I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. If you guys think the 2010 era was LeBron or Steph's era. I was going to say, are we doing 2000 to 2010? No, what, what 20, uh, 2010. 2010 to now. Yeah, 2010 to now. Uh, you go first, Noah. I want to 2010 to now. I think, I think it, I think it's Steph Curry's era, but LeBron lives in it because LeBron, LeBron won arguably one of the greatest finals of all time, if not the greatest finals of all time, coming back down three one uh, to bring a chip to Cleveland within that time span. But outside of that one championship, Steph Curry has just blown him out of the water in in the the way of excellence because he's got more rings, he's got more finals appearances. He's just he he's seemingly he he's in it even when he's not. Like the last year they they lost in the the play-in game, right? But you were still like you were still like worried that they were going to make the finals. Like even if even if you weren't, you still were. Like there's still a part of you that's like these 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 people are going to make the finals again, and then it, basketball's going to be unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I, I do think I do think it's it was Steph's era. LeBron's era was from two thousand. Uh, I mean, LeBron LeBron's era was from from like two thousand to like 2013, 20, 2012. Yeah, I mean, along with along with the the ring in Cleveland, you got you got to remember they had the ring in. Still have the two rings in Miami still. So I mean I mean it's it, it's definitely debatable. It's I'm more biased because I'm more of a Steph Curry guy, so I'm surprised Noah even Noah gave this to Steph. Um but I, I, I think I'd go with Steph, but LeBron could make a really good case for it because he's got finals MVPs. He has um does he have MVP? I'm pretty sure he has MVPs. He's a he's a four time MVP. I think. I think. I think the other thing the other thing that takes the cake is that uh, Steph he revolutionized Curry's, the game. <laughs> the but, other thing that the other thing that takes the cake is that Steph Curry is playing with. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not calling Clay Thompson a bum, but Steph Curry is playing with with the guys he's always played with. He didn't I, I mean aside from Durant, like okay, Durant's sure, but like Durant's not been there the whole time. They've 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 done stuff without Durant. So it doesn't I don't think Durant Durant doesn't delegitimize them. they they just delegitimize Durant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I and so and, and so and so because of that, I, I think that Steph's run is more impressive because who does LeBron have to team up with? Bosch and Wade? And on um, Kyrie and Kevin Love, like all Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, like all guys who are going to be, if not first ballot, then definitely Hall of Famers. Well, I don't even uh, count the Lakers bubble ring. So, well, I know you it's don't, great. but 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 that's <laughs> but if but if, for the people that do count it, which you know, just Lakers fans, but uh, for the people <laughs> for the people who do count it, um. That those people will will also throw in Anthony Davis, and uh, so I, I think that delegitimizes LeBron in that he's had so much help. 
Yeah, I mean, you say that though, but you know, there's the people that are gonna be like, "Oh my God!" Well, they already won. A, they already won a finals with their core, and then KD jumped on the ship and made them ten times better. Two finals MVPs for KD. Yeah, but then KD, but then, but then KD, but then KD, but then KD leaves, and who's in the finals right now? Not exactly. KD. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. To to just give you my closing thoughts on that, I would probably I, I mean it could be really a coin flip, but I I think uh, my bias will go to Steph. But I mean, I guess you could say I mean LeBron's got four, and he's he's what he's uh, he's been the I mean nine straight I think yeah he's been in so many so it's like you could make a case for either of them, but my bias is gonna lean towards Steph. But I mean I feel like. It could go either way, but I'm going Steph. Uh, see, this is a hard one because, I mean, I'm not a LeBron fan. Like, I obviously as a, as a Celtics fan, I'm not a LeBron fan. But as an NBA fan, I can appreciate, like, watching him because he's, like, this era's Michael Jordan. Um, but Steph literally revolutionized the game. Like, yeah. before him, nobody was – really worried about the three-point shot but now you have people on two-on-one fast breaks instead of going for twos they're they're stepping stepping behind the the three-point line for the three you got people instead of just taking the the easy mid-range jump shot they're doing the James Harden step back for threes um I mean I I would just say on the topic on the topic of threes this is this is the first time I'm so excited. This is the first time in my watching life because I, I, I didn't become a fan of the Celtics until 2012. So, like, none of their prior rings were, like, mine, quote-unquote. So, like, this is the first time that I ever watched my team and especially go up against the Warriors who I've always rooted against. And so, like, when you root against a team that you don't like but you don't really care about the other team that, like, you're not, like, rooting for a team. You're just rooting against the team. When the game's over, you're mad that the other team won, but you also don't really care because it's not your team that lost. Um, but but I am so stressed out and so frustrated because this will be the first the first time that like I'll hear a I'll hear a, a Mike Green bang for Steph Curry that's against my team. It's just so awful. Or a put it in. Oh no, I don't want that. <clears throat> yeah, and you're gonna hear shit you don't like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yep. And a good old mama. There goes that Um. So going back, I think I think so. My my choice is Steph Curry. Like obviously LeBron's been to nine straight. He's won MVPs. He's won back to back. But like um like Noah said, Steph's been consistent. He's been with the players that were drafted with him. Or after him, and he didn't really need anyone. You, I honestly don't think they needed Durant because they obviously went to a finals and won a finals without Durant, and obviously they're back here again. And they also broke the record for most wins in a season in this mm-hmm. era. And like I said, he revolutionized the game, and now you have people five years old chucking up threes because they want to be like Steph Curry. And yeah, so I'm just gonna have to go with uh, Steph on this one. Yep. Okay, and um, staying on the NBA. Sorry, I'm eating some sour punch straws right now. 
hey, you gotta you gotta get that nourishment. You know? <laughs> um, so stay on the the NBA. Um, Jay sent us a couple articles that I I don't I mean I didn't see them. I'm pretty sure I don't know if Noah saw them, but Zach Levine. Uh, the Bulls don't want to offer him the max contract because they don't think he has the mentality to win big games. So, All right. uh, what's your guys' thoughts on that? I'm gonna start off because that's a, I have a I'm I'm livid about that. Zach Levine is the only player on their team that has the drive to win big games. Zach Levine has been doing it for the last three four years for whatever team he's been on. He's been that guy just doing what he needs to do. And I think they're they're the Bulls franchise is once again uh, living up to their their re- record of being the stingiest franchise outside of the Knicks, and uh, that's just that's just a, a darn shame. I think that he's the player that you got to build around, uh, especially when you know you might lose Lonzo because Lonzo might go. Who knows? Like. You might lose basically everything that you just worked to build the last year, and all because you had a bunch of injuries and COVID and all this stuff. I think that's just – it's just a poor excuse. Um, and I think it's I think it's, it's asinine because then he's just going to walk to a different team, and then that team is going to be way better than they were before, wherever he goes. We're going to get to the Lakers I've been hearing. But I, th- I think uh... – it doesn't make sense for what they just did this past offseason, getting Vucevic, I think it was two years ago, getting DeMar, having DeMar play really well this year. Uh, you got Lonzo, like you said, he got hurt, though. You signed Caruso. But, like, it doesn't make sense not to keep your, like, main piece, I guess you could say. Because, I mean, DeMar, I don't think anybody really expected DeMar to go crazy like he did this year. No. And it was going to be Zach's team, and DeMar would kind of be the Robin. It kind of flip-flopped this year a little bit, I would say. Mm-hmm. But to not want to re-sign him, it just makes everything make no sense. Yeah. Why because would you go to all that work? The first offseason was to win. They're finally getting pieces to win. For Zach to get pieces around him and get to – they just got to the playoffs for the first time and since, I think, the D-Rose years. Yep. Like, what, what are they doing? Like, there was there was one – There's um, no, there was one year the Bulls played the Celtics in the first round when they had Rondo and Wade. Okay. Well, they sucked. They but, lost yeah, but yes, no, your, your claim is still correct, though. I mean, you haven't, you haven't been a legitimate final uh, – not finals, but you haven't been a legitimate playoff team in years. And the first time you get to the playoffs, you're going to just, you know, ah, you're our best player, but we don't really want to sign you. It just doesn't make sense, and it's like they're backtracking. I mean, maybe because Zach Levine, that maybe Loki doesn't want to be there because I've been hearing a lot of Lakers talk with him. Mm. I've been hearing about Portland too. So yeah, my 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 next my my thing is then so maybe maybe it's the other way around. Maybe he he doesn't want to be a part of that franchise because they don't want to do what they need to win, and so they flip the narrative to make him seem like a bad guy to be unmarketable. And the, yeah. the the thing is, though, I don't think they have enough credibility because this was his first time going to the playoffs. And it's like you said, this is the first time they actually, like, got pieces to make a playoff push. Right. So they, they really don't have, like, much to, like, go off of. 
like this is your first playoff series i'm pretty and i mean i know there's like a lot of teams in the east that are getting good but still it's it was still a pretty impressive year for them so i i think it's stupid and i think he he's he was an all-star this year his first all-star appearance and i'm pretty sure he had a career year this year too so i don't know it's like stop being the knicks don't be the knicks nobody wants to be the knicks (laughs) right Or the Sixers. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, just just pay the man. Uh, we've seen a lot of times where they don't pay the person and then that person goes to another team and they end up regretting it. Yeah, uh, 100%. If, if they don't re-sign Zach Levine, then that just proves to their fans and then the players on the team. It, unless like it's purely Zach Levine not wanting to be there, they're just proving that they don't give a shit about winning. Um, going into the next topic, uh, Jay, I can't think of it on the top of my head. What was the second thing? I'll give you the quote real quick. Let me go to my notes here. It was kind of funny. It was just something stupid I found. Um, you know how Stephen, did you guys hear Stephen? Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Made the game for worse or whatever, changed the game for worse. And then, uh, KD responded saying guys like Steve, like Stephen A, Skip Bayless, and Shannon Sharp have changed the game for worse, referring to like broadcasting and analysis wise. All right, so what do you what do you guys think about that? Go ahead, now. Um, I think it's a mixed. I think it's a mixed bag because I think the the players there's a there's a lot of players that are too focused on what people think about them and not focused enough on their game. And I think that's, that's where the lack of excellence comes in. I'll speak specifically on KD, not so much on other players, but KD is so focused on, he says he's not, he goes out ad, he's adamant that it, nothing affects him, but he is so focused on what other people, specifically people in the media have to say about him that he cannot go out and perform his job. He cannot do his job. He had – I understand he didn't have Joe Harris. He maybe didn't have uh, the personnel that he wanted this year. But, like, if you have – him and Kyrie, I, I, I love the Celtics. The Celtics are my team. They're playing great this year. They're amazing defensively. But, like, you got to figure out how to win. You got to figure out how to win that series. You, at least at least if, if you can't win the series, you got to figure out how to make that series go seven. You can't get swept. Yeah, you can't get swept. Yeah. That's inexcusable. And and it's mm-hmm. gotten to the point where Durant's game is and, – and, and that's, I think, inevitably why he ended up joining the Warriors because he, he was just so tired of people just say, Durant can't close, Durant can't do this, Durant can't – because he just felt like he couldn't at that point. So he's like, oh, well, I'll join the Warriors, and then he did it, and now – now he has this fake clout that he can ride on to push back at people and say, no, 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 I did it. But, but everyone knows it's bullshit. And that's, that's the thing. And I, and, but at the same, at the same time, like, I think, I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of other players are really good at not pay, paying attention. LeBron James couldn't give two rips what people in the media say about him. He, he doesn't care. And in fact, during the whole playoffs, during the playoffs, all he all he does, he does this whole what is it, zero dark thirty or whatever it is, and he he turns off his social media and he's not active on his social media for the whole postseason. Dude, does he does he see TVs? Does he see what people are saying? Sure, he's LeBron. He's gonna know. 
but he doesn't care. And that's what separates the, 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 the people. Same with Giannis. Like, I, there's not a lot of people that blast Giannis. There's not a lot of people that criticize Giannis. But at the same time, Giannis is just a silly, goofy dude. He doesn't care what people say. He goes out there and he does what he does. And so I think, I think it's the job of people like Stephen A., of Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and Max Kellerman to say outrageous things because that's what they get paid for. That's what people watch them for. We, no one would care about Stephen A. or Max Kellerman or Shannon Sharp or Skip Bayless or whoever because if they're just like, LeBron dribbled today, no one's going to watch that. That's boring. No one's going to watch LeBron just dribble the ball. They want to watch LeBron do what he does. And so I think, I think the, the TV people should be allowed to say whatever they say. And I think that the, the basketball players can still do their jobs without it being affected. I don't think you should have to stop <clears throat> doing what you do. And I don't think it changes the game. I think, I think it changes the game for specific players, specifically KD, which is why I think it's funny that he said something about it. Yeah, I'll take the other side of it Um, just because, I mean, I think Stephen A. Smith and I do like Shannon Sharp because he's just funny. But I think Skip and Stephen A. are just fucking clowns. I'm sorry for that bomb. I actually didn't mean to do that. (laughs) But um, I think they're just super clowns. Um, I'm not saying every analyst is going to be a clown. I I like the analysts. Like, I know you guys might not like them, but I like the Colin Cowards of the world. I like the guys that just talk about it. They don't need to have an opinion on everything because they never played the sport. And to say MJ of all people didn't change the sport, just look at Kobe Bryant. You, oh, Stephen A. is a moron. JJ Redick put him in his place last week, and it was great. I love JJ Redick. I did love that. JJ Redick is one of the best things ESPN's ever done. That probably got you uh, got you sick saying that, huh, Dookie boy? <laughs> oh, that that made me sick. But I mean, I I agree with it. But I do like Shannon because he kind of. He, he was a player and understands, so he doesn't go on these rants most of the time about, like, like a Skip or a, or a Stephen A. They'll be like, oh, yeah, MJ. He probably, Stephen A. probably thinks Steph's changed the game for the worst then, too, because all they're doing is taking threes now. Like, I think that dude's an absolute idiot. Skip's an absolute idiot. I think those guys, I mean, obviously, they, they're idiots on purpose, I think, for a lot of the time just to get the clicks and to get people like KD – who are soft and will respond to to an, a statement that wasn't even brought up about him, he still responded to it. So, like, he's taking the bait, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, making burner accounts. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, I, 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 I kind of side with – I hate to say it, but I kind of side with KD on this. Like, I understand you guys are doing it for clicks, but you guys didn't play the sport one time. And to say MJ didn't change the ga- change the game for worse, you're a clown. I mean, at the same time, it's like you're a professional athlete. You're literally paid to just play. You're not paid to pay attention to the media. You're like, you're a professional. You've been dealing with it. You've been dealing with the media since you were probably in high school. Like, you, sh- it should be numb to you at this point. It shouldn't be something that, like, you have you you have to go out there and prove the media wrong. Right. Like you just have, you just go out there and play. You get paid millions to do it. You're, you're you shouldn't be making burner accounts just to respond to people. <laughs> what was that? Say, KD's a clown too. No, no, he's he's the biggest. And he the thing is, is 
it's not every player. It's just like I'd say a handful of players that feel mm-hmm. the need to prove the media wrong and KD I think tops the list. But it's just like just go out there and play. I, I don't think I think the media like Steven Stephen A and Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and all of them. I do think they changed the game, but I don't think they've affected I don't know. It's like I don't think they've affected, but I do think they've changed it because a lot of people, a lot of people go like on YouTube or watch First Take in the morning. I'm one of those people, um, but sometimes they change. They make narratives, and I, they make a lot of narratives. And I, well, think I, I probably- agree with that. And if, and if you, uh, it, it, it's extremely, uh, it's ex- it's extremely elevant. Elevant. That's not a word. Um, it's extremely relevant. There we go. And evident in um, in other sports, not necessarily basketball. I think basketball, because of the nature of the sport, I think it's really easy for people to still go out and do their job. But like you look at the Olympics, like this year, I don't know how closely you guys follow the Olympics, but this year there was um, th- this year there was they had they had the the, the Winter Olympics, right? And um, we had a skier who's just just slayed it every single time that she's been in the Olympics. And um, they, they built up the media built up uh, Michaela Schifrin, her name, if you, if you notice the name, but Michaela, Michaela Schifrin was built up to by the media because she's like never she's never lost she's like this that and the other she's gotten all these medals and they built up this big big hullabaloo and then uh she she got disqualified from her first event because she missed a gate her second event she crashed horrifically and then like she like backed out of her third event for like mental health reasons and it was 100 percent all of the the media hype and the media creating this narrative that attributed to her mental health and to the the issues that she had out on the the snow and uh and that's that's that does happen so so that does that that is that is the case i do think that the the media plays a, a big role in sports and in the psyches of these players but I think it, it's sports specific. I think there's a lot of sports where it affects more than others. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of athletes that are not mentally strong to take the media as well as they should, like like a KD, like like mm-hmm. we're saying here. And then there's others like I think I think it was Jeremy or you might have said it, but LeBron can just. He can do, he he gets shit on the most by all the media, I would say. Oh yeah, and he just he's and he clearly just, just not he affected. Just laughs it off. Right. He doesn't even respond unless it's out like outrageous. I think I've seen him like do like very like oh like keep that same energy type thing, but like he doesn't go and reply to people and argue with them. Like Sir KD will. I mean, he's such a great basketball player, but he's like a thirteen-year-old drama queen. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Jay, I got a, um, this is, this is like a total, um, a total flip-flop in sports, but I just, yeah. I was just curious. The, um, the match, you're going to watch the match? I, I wanted to yesterday. I've just been really busy, but I really wanted to. I've seen, 
I've seen some highlights of it. It looks fun just because it's guys that aren't that great. They, they're great right. at other sports, and they're just they're, they're just messing around and having fun. I've seen J.J. Watt interviewing them today. It's, I think my favorite part about this this whole thing was just the smack talk beforehand. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is like, I have um, – I used to have, like, Twitter and uh, Instagram. Now I just have Instagram because Twitter's stupid. But, uh, you know, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes is a giant TikToker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually – I've seen, uh, I've seen an interview, like I said, it was with J.J. Watt, I think, was the interview with him. But yeah. Josh Allen is is weirdy. I mean, he's not weirdy, but he's he he doesn't eat before games. He says, and he pukes before every game. That's so strange. I don't mean to sound like because he might have something like maybe he's got really bad anxiety. So I'm gonna oh, sure. backtrack and say not a weirdy, but that that's just that is strange. <laughs> I should say because oh yeah, I, I they were asking. I, I forget that what the question exactly was, but he was like yeah. Even on a, even on a Sunday night game, I'll like have breakfast, but I don't eat at all all day, and then I puke before we go out. <laughs> I was yeah, start, no. I was just sitting there like, what? What are we doing here? Josh Allen. Josh Allen is uh, on the on the topic of Josh Allen. He uh he actually hit a fan. He he was golfing. oh yeah yeah <laughs> he was golfing and he just there's this video on Bleacher Report. This guy he just gets decked in the head by this ball. And he just like drops to the ground and starts rubbing his head, and he's like, mm. ki- he's kind of laughing the whole time, but he's also kind of like, "Ow, this this freaking hurts." Yeah, I mean, he, I think he was probably like laughing about it because he was like, he was like, "Yeah, I mean, that is that was funny as hell that it actually hit me, and I was just sitting down." And then he's like, "Damn, but like, that, that's that that I mean, I wouldn't say it could kill you, but it could really." Oh it no, hits you, no, it hits you in the right you in part the of the right head. So I think he was sure. like, "That's funny, but this is actually." Not fun. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and then they're um, um, going, going, going back to like uh, you know, celebrity type uh games as as those those are. Um, there I think let me see where was this. Um, okay, so the speaking of celebrities, there was the the hustle premiere. We were talking about hustle earlier. Yeah, the hustle you're premiere, talking about. Yeah, the hustle premiere was uh today i believe or yesterday yeah. but um adam sandler shows up to the, this hustle premiere and he's just got like he's got like sweatpants on and a and a, like a hawaiian shirt that's why i love adam he's sandler a, he's, a, he's yeah. on a red carpet he's on a red carpet premiere and he's got a hawaiian shirt and baggy pants yeah i and mean adam sandler's awesome the other day i saw uh tiktok these these kids had Spirit Week at their school, and they did dress like Adam Sandler Day. Yeah, <laughs> so funny, so funny. You probably seen some Billy Madison. You seen some. Oh right. Bill Moore's. You seen some uh, Water Boy. Some uncut right. gems. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine like a thirteen-year-old going in like with a taped-on like goatee hat and the glasses. Right. That'd be funny. <laughs> But um, uh, on the Adam Sandler thing, I was actually watching NBA t- uh, NBA Today or whatever they have, like with Perkins and uh, Malik Andrews and such. But he yeah. was on there too, talking about the movie and talking about uh, how he how he actually balls. He's actually a he, he like you've pro- I don't know if you've ever seen, but he has tapes out there where he goes out and actually can hoop a bit. Oh yeah, no no no, I've seen Sam- Sandler will pull up randomly to different. Um like outdoor parks and just start hooping with random people. 
And one of my favorite videos is this guy. He like he randomly sees Adam Sandler walk up to them, and then he's like, "Hey, can I have ball?" And this guy loses it. He's like, "The Sandman." <laughs> I'd lose my mind if Sandman came up and won the hoop. I want him on my team. That dude can ball. <laughs> right, right. Him and J Cole, bro. <laughs> yeah, give me J. Give me J Cole before Adam Sandler. But like, yeah, I'm with that. No, nah, I take Adam. Sandler nah, give me, give me Adam Sandler. He's a playmaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, you actually made a great segue into my ne- next and last point of this episode before we get into our golden trash. Um, you were talking about hitting and smacking. I don't know if I don't know if you guys heard, but pretty sure it was Josh Peterson slapped yeah. slapped a uh, t- Tommy Pham in center field when their teams were playing each other for um, over a fantasy football argument during batting practice. This happened. It, it it is the most strange thing I've ever heard because like it, I, I I really just think Tommy Pham was mad at Jock Peterson that he took a player that he wanted and then put him on, put him on his, uh, I don't know if you guys play fantasy football, but you can put players on the, the, the IR. IR. Yep. So he probably took a player that he wanted and he just got sick about it. I mean, then, yeah. No, but it's like, do you do that? Was that the time and place to do that? that, like, no, that, that was, you don't even do that in general. You're stupid for that. And he was he was suspended. Uh, he was suspended three games for it, I believe. I mean, as he should, because I was like boneheaded. I don't understand. Well, apparently, what also factored into it, because um, which one plays on the Padres? Tommy Pham. Um, Tom, He's okay, a so, now, but he played for the Padres last. Okay. Okay. So, Josh Peterson. I guess they're in a group chat. He yeah, sent he sent a gif of the it was like a gif dissing the pop race. Just just sidebar, Jock Peterson is a bully, bro. Dude is a machine. Every time he he powers a ball, bro, I'm 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 surprised the ball hasn't split its cover. I mean, do you hear his name? I mean that that yeah, just sounds like someone that <laughs> Jock. You're just like, oh damn. <laughs> But apparently in a group chat, he sent a, a GIF dissing the Padres, and uh, Tommy Pham took that to heart. He wasn't and, even on the Padres. It doesn't even make sense. Like, no, no. That just says more about sense. Tommy Pham being an idiot because he's not. He, he cares more about his old team. He's not even on. And this, 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 this also this is a very interesting transition because we went from talking about KD letting things get under his skin to this, and it's like, yeah. hey, if someone in the real world as an adult. If you slap everyone who you ever disagreed with or said something that you don't like, bro, I, I can't tell you how many jobs I would have been fired from, how many like how many schools I would have gotten kicked out of, like that you just obviously like as kids like you might hit someone and then your parents are like, "Hey, we don't hit people. That's not what we do." Or your teachers like, "Hey, we don't hit people. That's not what we do." But like as an adult, like there's no excuse to be a full grown-ass adult and slap someone especially over fantasy football like there's if if he said like something about his girl or his mama or like something real personal i could i could i could be you know marginally okay with that what do i think he still should have no 
But if like if someone was like something about like your mom had died and you made a really shitty joke about your your dead mom, like that deserves a slap. I'm in that guy's corner. But you're talking about fantasy football, and it wasn't just a you know a smack on the butt or like a smack on the side. It was a full grown smack upside the face. Yeah. And the thing is, is obviously there's social media and cameras everywhere and stuff, and kids look up to athletes as role models. And then you see that and you say, that's okay. No, no, it's not. Hey, in the next Little League game that you go to, you're just going to see some kids slapping each other in center field. Well, right. luckily the Reds suck and nobody knows Tommy Pham. <laughs> <laughs> and careful, this, careful. A, this little no. sidebar as well. He's, he's lucky, he's lucky John Peterson didn't beat his ass. <laughs> Oh yeah, because I, I was told I I feel like I was 100% raised right never to hit somebody first, but to right. defend myself. So if somebody comes up oh, and smacks man. me, you're get ready to catch these mitts. You know what and I mean? You don't, don't want to be... slap that guy, Jacques. Jacques looks he's like huge he could dude. eat Tommy Fan for breakfast. Dude, he's huge. And then he definitely the... eats his Wheaties, bro. <laughs> oh, for sure. He's probably going to be on the next box. <laughs> but, but what what I do like though is they both kind of laughed it off in the end and are like making jokes about it so i guess that what that's what makes it even i guess like funnier is it kind of seems like he's laughing that he got suspended three games for doing that because that obviously the media is gonna ask questions about it and i've seen like interviews where they're, they're just like joking about it they did not take it serious at all well before they before they got to the joking part that tommy fam tried to blame mike trout too because he was the commissioner of the league. He said, oh, he said, yeah, oh I'm that. mad at Mike yeah. Trout because he didn't do anything about it. Like, dude, what are you doing? Are you, you're literally just getting your 15 minutes of fame, I guess. <laughs> like, this is well, ridiculous. Well, now, I mean, like like Jay said, people didn't know who Tommy Pham was, but I guess now they do. Yeah, for being an ass. <laughs> yeah. And um, speaking of ass, because, you know, ass smells like trash. So, yeah. <laughs> so let's get to our golden trash. Uh, who wants to start off? Uh, some. Let, let me. I gotta look mine up here. Go for it. Gotta get my notes. All right. So my 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 gold my gold for the week is um the the New York Yankees. <clears throat> they, uh, they're 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 once again playing extraordinary baseball. I don't understand. How how they do this? They're thirty five and fifteen. They haven't even lost twenty games yet. This is insane. Um, and it, what makes me happiest is they're eleven and a half games up on the Red Sox, which is just brilliant. And they um, shredded Otani today. They shredded him big time. Now they're playing again today because it was a day night doubleheader. Uh, right now it's zero zero, bottom of the fourth. So. Anything's possible, but man. Also, I'd like to say, uh, Matt Carpenter, huge pickup for the Yankees. He came out of left field and um, uh, just, just he's he's going off. He's hit like I don't know three, four home runs since he joined the team, and that's just that's just fantastic. Um, and uh, um, uh, Nestor Cortez, nasty Nestor, is just dominating on all sides. We thought that our ace was going to be Garrett Cole. No, our ace is Nasty Nestor. Nestor Cortez, right now, if I play, if I played a, a play-in game, Cortez starts 
I don't I don't start Cole. I start Cortez, and that's how good he's playing, which is a crazy statement. Which is a and crazy a, statement. A lot of people thought he was a one hit wonder last year too. Right. Cole right. ain't good because of that spite attack's going. No, oh, I know it's terrible. Um, but my trash, my trash is that once again, once again, Mike Breen will be out. Uh, oh, really? How is it? Oh, Mike, come Mike on. Green and Jeff Van Gundy are out. What? Uh, tonight because of COVID. Um, Damn. That is, yeah. that's trash. So that was reported this morning. Um, Mark Mark Jackson will be the only one healthy enough uh, to join Mike jo- uh, Mark Jones tonight. So Mark oh, Jones no, will be no back. No Doris Burke or anything? No, no. What happened to her? She isn't here. She's been here like all year. Uh, Doris Burke. Doris Burke is uh, is their radio play by play person for the finals. Oh, okay. So she's been she's been working she's been working with PJ Carlissimo, um, and Mark Kester, Mark Kester, Those those three have been doing the radio side for uh, the NBA. Yeah, they year. should get the Hornets commentators in. Oh, I know. It's so I love that. Don't so, get the Sixers commentators. <laughs> that you they literally made off. me just jump right now. You just got the shit. <laughs> I thought my computer was blowing up or something. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> All right. Jay, what's your garbage and goal? Um, I don't care if this is sports-related or not. My gold is the Johnny Depp winning the trial. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I have no other gold because everything else sucks in Philly sports. You know, I'm and the Celtics, a uh, uh, Sixers rival are in the finals. I'm not giving you any of that. But Johnny Depp. Let's go. I'm not gonna get into the trial or nothing because you know that's that's it's not sports broadcasting. But I don't care. Johnny Depp, go Johnny Depp. That's my guy. Um, my garbage is the Phillies. So you still got some sports out of me, Girardi. Oh, 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 oh. Not to not to interrupt, but this is breaking news. Not breaking, but I, it's it's on the subject of my my um my garbage. I'll add this as an honorable mention for my gold. So in 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 lieu of of uh, Van Gundy and Mike Breen not being um, able to announce this evening. Mark Jones, Mark Jackson, and Lisa Salters will be the announcing crew tonight. In the NBA Finals, it is the first all-black TV announcing crew. Okay, snap our fingers to that. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's pretty stand-up. Now, I will say it is garbage that it's taken that long for that to be a thing. But – uh, but that is that is cool. So shout out to that. Not to interrupt you, Jay. Not to interrupt me, but you interrupt me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love it. That that's awesome. That'll be. Uh, you know what? Screw it. That's my goal. But I'm still keeping Johnny Depp in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, my garbage though is the Phillies. They stink. They just lost <laughs> five straight. They're gonna. They, they won yesterday, so they snapped like a five game losing streak. But Joe Girardi is trash. I think he still thinks he's he's the Yankees skipper. And he thinks Rivera's going to go out in the ninth. Because he, he, he's taken out guys when they shouldn't be. Like, he, he's t- he took out Sir Anthony Dominguez. I mean, you don't know who that guy is. But he should be our closer. But he's coming back from an injury. But he only pitched 10 pitches. And you don't put him back in the ninth. You put another guy in. You, you bl- he blew it. He blew it. He doesn't have a feel. There's no fire in that team. It's the fourth most paid team in the MLB. And they're the fourth place team in the NL East. So, you know, he needs to go right now. He should have went two weeks ago, but 
I guess we're just going to keep throwing them out there. And the bullpen needs to be addressed. Shit one of these guys that is being paid so much money to a contender and get some bullpen arms. We don't usually have a great starting pitching staff, and we're like top five, top ten right now. But the bullpen blows leads almost every game. So we need to address the bullpen. Joe Girardi should have been packing his bags weeks ago. And somebody in that locker room needs to get a voice and be a leader because th- this shit ain't cutting it. Um, and off of my garbage and gold, I just want to say rest in peace to Marion Barber, mm. the Cowboys mm-hmm. running back. It was a sad story. It kind of almost sounded like suicide, but I don't want to put that – I don't want to say that's a fact, but right. it almost sounded like it. So RIP to him and condolences to his family and friends. That's just always sucks to hear about an athlete that – And that, that player on the Vikings. Throat, maybe did something bad round. You know what I mean? Just RIP to him and his family. And also, um, I don't remember the name, but the player on the Vikings too, RIP to him. Yeah, yeah. To, yep. Mandy um, or something, I think it was. Or yeah, so, something like that. But you know, it's okay, Jay. Um, you know, Philly sports are not not good times right now. But yeah, at least it's gonna got, be a long summer as well. Yeah, you, you you got the NFL coming up. You're in the NFC East. I think everything will be all all, all good for you guys. Um, my golden trash for this week. Um, I'm gonna go gold first. Uh, it's gonna be LeBron. So, uh, believe it or not, he. Today, I think it was today. Yeah, today he was announced as the first active player ever to be a billionaire. Wow. So shout out to LeBron for that. Uh, making his money endorsement. I mean, he's been doing it since he was in middle school. But not only and not only does he make his money, he's very smart with his investments. Very smart. And he's still playing at a high level where he can still make a boatload of money. So shout out to LeBron. He and also helped Adam people. Sandler produce his movie too. So. Oh, that's dope. And he, and he had Space Jam, so like, he, like he's doing his thing in uh, in uh, Hollywood right now. And I think it's just pretty impressive as an active player. Like you you hear about retired players, but as an active player, I, I think that's pretty dope. Um, and staying on the NBA, my trash is the Miami Heat, and it's not even the team; it's two players from there. First, Kyle Lowry for saying that this year was a waste of a year for him. Uh, it just sounds kind of selfish. He he was injured, didn't show up when he needed to. I mean, he was playing injured, but he still didn't play 100%. And, you know, it's it's kind of like a slap in the face to your team. And especially, like, as you're coming in as a new person. And I don't know. It's just that, – that's just not something you say, especially yeah. for someone, like, that's new to the team. And you didn't even, like – show up or produce or anything. Um, and my second player is Udonis Haslam for saying <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know why he's still in the league, first of all. Um, he was saying earlier today that he's still, like, it It replays in his head that the Jimmy <laughs> Butler missed shot and them losing the Game 7. And he says he's not sure what he wants to do. And if he wants to come back or not. And I'm like, bro, like, you're not that good of a player to, like, have, like, a decision. Like, a LeBron-type decision that right. if you come back or leave to go to free agency. Because no one's going to sign you, bro. 
I mean, forty-five. He's, 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 he doesn't even play. He's just and that, yeah, and, and that's the thing, bro. You're not even a player. You're you're pretty. You're quote unquote an active player, but you're a coach, and you're, you're a veterans old, just retired. You're, this this isn't the the Fab Five days. Like this is this is twenty twenty two, bro. Come on, get with the bro. Yeah. Before we get off that, and that's actually a really funny gold. Did you guys see the video of him after they lost? Who yeah, uh, he's Haslam acted like Jimmy. Jimmy's walking out less frustrated. Haslam is like his hands on his head. He looks so disappointed, and Jimmy's just walking out like normal. But like this guy looks like he just played forty minutes and <laughs> gave him fifty and lost. But he's, in his, he's still in his warm up gear. Like he's a clown. And he just needs to. He needs to take his role and be a coach. If that's what he Agreed. wants. You know, before we end the the episode today, I want to give a shout out to it's graduation season right now. So I want to give a shout out to everyone that that has graduated already and, and is about to graduate. It's a big Yo, accomplishment for everyone. Yeah, my little my little brother graduated high school. Well, shout Next out to week. your brother. Yeah, and uh, shout out to my girl. She graduated uh, a couple weeks ago. So just shout out to everyone, and um, I want to give a shout out to the troops for our country. It was Memorial Day a couple of days ago. Uh, for, former and past. Just salute to all of them. Amen to that. Yes, sir. All right, guys. It was a fun episode today. Yes, sir. Definitely. As usual. Definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this. I'm going to get this posted actually right away. So it'll be up before the, uh, before the finals get going. So there's no, there's no, uh, there's no shenanigans. Nobody's no, nobody's hedging any bets. No one's, uh, no one knows the future. We're just, uh, we're just predicting it. It's 827, 33 yeah. minutes away from game one. Yep. There we go. <laughs> All right, All right so, guys. So I'm Jason. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Noah. And this has been another episode of the Padari Podcast. Uh, thanks to everyone who is listening. And thanks for everyone who's uh, been on the Instagram and the TikToks running that up. Keep doing it. Yes, sir. Stay blessed, everybody. All right, All right peace. Stay blessed.